You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Devil's Advocates Rebuilding Hell Podcast, brought to you by the generous folks over at the Hockey Podcast Network. We have another exciting, informative, and well fuck it, rant-filled podcast coming your way. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy All right, so apparently before we can even do introductions, uh, we've been requested. We have a, a special guest alongside uh, Hockey Trolls today. We have Pauly Cupcakes today. And uh, before I could even do any other type of intro, I was bombarded with uh, wanting to know the story of Pauly Cupcakes' name. We had Hockey Trolls on previously, and uh, we, we said that we wouldn't find the, the background, the origin story until he was on. So we actually have him on today, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get it to everybody else after. Polly Cupcakes, let's shine it up. All right. Well, hopefully you guys are entertained by this. I don't want to, like, build it up and then be a disappointment. But uh, (laughs) when – That's a great way to start any story, by the way. Right? (laughs) This is perfect. It sounds like a typical Uh, Friday night. Rob Riggle, the uh, uh, actor, he was hosting the NHL Awards a couple years ago. And he was interviewing John Tavares. And I think he was trying to, like, hardcore sound like New Yorker. And so he was, like, trying to be funnier than the interview really was. And he's talking to John, and he's like, I'm going to call you Johnny Cupcakes. And I don't know. I thought that was the funniest fucking thing. And so I called myself Holly Cupcakes. Uh, I'm also kind of fat. So it just fits in, you know. Like Wait, you gave yourself the nickname, dude. I'm so impressed that this man had the balls to nickname himself, and people respected him enough to be like, "Fuck it, all the cupcakes." It's law. Yeah. Just, yeah, I mean, lo- I just locked it in. I updated my uh, social security, so it's just Polly Cupcakes. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's so fantastic. Sad. That is so sad. Um, and you know, I didn't expect anything crazier than that that is like perfect that is a perfect intro uh you know i wasn't expecting like some kind of like fraternity fucking name or anything 
It's perfect. I just thought he got caught eating a box of cupcakes to himself. Dude. <laughs> well, that's just like a normal like Tuesday yeah, night. That's Legend a week. Like, <laughs> just literally living up to the name. Uh, anyway, so uh, so welcome back, everybody. This is the the Devil's Advocates podcast, but uh, apparently it could be a a multi podcast. We might be multiversing right here, but uh, oh, tonight's definitely. a little special. <laughs> tonight's a little special. We have uh, some kind of uh, a weird. The good, the bad, and the ugly going on. Um, we are joined with not just one host, but I guess, guys, you can introduce yourselves. We got we got one of the brothers from the Discussion 5. Who we got today? You got Matt Clink. Matt uh, I don't, I'm not sure, yeah, again, what, which part of the spectrum I'm representing. I think uh, somewhere in the middle between good and bad. Uh, uh, the red You're wings, all the ugly. Right? Uh, <laughs> You're all. Okay, quick all right. question. Yeah. Is there five of you? Like, the... Where did the discussion like? Is there five? Oh, of I you love. Guys? I love this. So it's a play on the Russian five, and what we do is the top five discussion points for the Detroit Red Wings. Oh my it's, god! It's it's perfect. Well, the episodes are really well done, uh, folks. So I would oh. definitely check that out. But the Thank person uh, first off jumping down his his throat right now would be our co-host Shane Ryan, representing yeah, the Ottawa Senators today. Shane, how are we doing? <laughs> Fantastic. I get to shit on Detroit fans. <laughs> Shane's in a peppery mood today. Uh, this know. is really awesome. And uh, last but not least, we heard one of them, but we're actually joined by both of the Capitals guys. Where's he at? We should have left the, the beer opening for this. He's almost <laughs> yeah. like our stone cold. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's me. You know, you know who it is. It's the hockey troll. Uh, I'm here repping the now Metropolitan Metropolitan Division leading Washington Capitals after after today's win five three over the Penguins no big deal. Here they it is. the game in hand. They do, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. But that's all right. They're gonna lose it. <laughs> that's what you hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you know we've been we've been on this slack uh, talking shit, but absolutely. You know, if only the, the, the fans troll. could see the uh, the slack post that happened. Yeah, triggering the troll. So and but uh on on tomorrow's pod well today's pod uh if you guys want to hop on over to our pod uh the caps chirp podcast we do have a, the very raw reaction from the tip of the iceberg boys we did our did an interview right after uh the uh the game so it was nice to gloat that's super sick and uh, a good game at that and then uh I mean. Doesn't really, you know, Pittsburgh's not represented right here, so we can really, we can really dig in. How about uh, Dylan fighting fucking Evgeny Malkin? <laughs> just, just oh, fitting in perfectly. He ragged all them. He didn't fight Dude. He Yeah, you know, it was a, it was such a fucking joke. The Pittsburgh Penguins are because <laughs> if that sequence didn't, didn't perfectly just personify that in that entire organization and team, though, is you know, I'll, I'll admit Nick Dowd took a good cheap shot on Hornquist and Hornquist, you know, looks up at him like he just shot his dog because he's a pussy. He won't get up and start throwing either. And then Malkin hits Dowd from behind. And then Dylan's like, we're not having that. And just starts feeding Malkin knuckle sandwiches. Malkin looks over and just immediately turtles, puts his hands up until the linesmen are there. And then he's like, Oh, okay. Now I can, now I can start punching. So I, you know, I look at that and I just think typical. You know, I'm not even surprised by that shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, Strong words. And I mean, I'm so glad that uh, I happened to to check Instagram at that very moment. Uh, Hockey Fights <laughs> is, is very quick at throwing that shit up there. 
Um, so I got oh, yeah. to enjoy that. Um, I'm sure Evgeny Malkin will probably be out for a game due to uh, embarrassment issues. Yo, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, I, wait, I know it's wait, coming. Wait. <laughs> what we got, James? Kovalchuk to the Capitals. Just now? Just now. No fucking Holy way. Fuck. I just see that. I'm looking at that now. <laughs> Late what breaking news. <laughs> for a you third guys hear it tomorrow. Pick. For a third <laughs> round pick. That's that's a I, I feel like that's a steal. And they're retaining half his uh salary. <laughs> really? <laughs> Dude. Wow. On a side note, other half the other half of Corey is just like uh just so fucking confused. Um we we get like he comes in, he does great. He has like a four game drought and then now he's he's gone from Montreal. We're fucking paying for him still and we get a third rounder out of him. So I'm sure you guys <laughs> will utilize the fuck trading. That literally hey, sums leave up Burger Van out of it. <laughs> Why? He he's makes trash. He makes terrible he, he makes terrible trades and then they and somehow he drafts they work horribly. He also has a horrible draft record. <laughs> oh, oh, why, no, no I wonder Montreal sucks. I'm super surprised by this though, boys. I thought the caps were done. Wow. And he's a rental, right? Yeah, absolutely a rental. Whoa. Third Hey, you know what, though? Cap's got to be all can, in. Can, can Washington just bring back Alexander Semin and then it's just a oh, Russian party? <laughs> and then you have – or you just need two more Russians and you can just call them the Russian five. Get him a yep. center and another yeah. D-man and there you go. Russian five right there. The fucking sauce <laughs> crossing line. Like. It, it works every time, guys. So I, I, Wait, I love isn't Kunetsov Kunetsov right. Russian? Yeah, koozies. Yeah, koozies. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay, we so just, just need trade, one more. trade for Zaitsev. There you go. You got Orlov, <laughs> Zaitsev, Konechnikov, Ovi, and Kovalchuk on the same line. There you go. The Russian, and you have Samsonov and Ned. You got the Russian six. Perfect for you oh. guys. Oh man, <laughs> just gassing up the locker room. Um, but another cool thing for Washington. I mean, we're, we're kind of pumping their tires super early right now. But a veteran's seven hundred goal. I mean, uh, you don't have to give a fuck about Washington, but that, that's a big deal. You know, uh, we're literally watching arguably the, the most talented, uh, you know, goal scorer of this generation. I know uh, I know everybody's got their own speculations whether he's going to beat uh, Wayne Gretzky, but, I mean, this is a big fucking deal, you know, uh, to actually be alive and watch someone uh, score his 700 fucking NHL goal in today's game is, is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's super exciting as a Caps fan, but I mean, I think all hockey fans, like you said, should be excited to see this happen because it's, this is historic. He's the first Russian to do it. Only the eighth guy ever. Um, and the and second the, fastest, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was the second fastest. I mean, this is just, I mean, just sit back and enjoy, you know, even if you don't like the Caps, you don't like Ovi, just watch. Like, I hear Shane just brewing over here. <laughs> Yo, I want to say, I think he was only second fastest between 600 and 700. No, I no. Think he was the fastest between 600 and 7, and he was the second oh, yeah. fastest yeah. behind That's Gretzky to, to hit 700. Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. My and, bad, my bad. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, as a hockey fan, this is, it's just great. I I don't have a whole lot of, like, super special stuff to say. Just so I, I would, I mean, like, uh, from my perspective, I – like I fucking hate the coverage of hockey in the United States. And this should be not just for hockey fans. This should be for sports fans in general. Like this should be the thing that, that lights a fire under everybody to like pay attention. Like that, this should be like when I was growing up, I remember not giving a shit about baseball. 
until Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were in a home run race. Like, mm. that's what this should turn into. This should be something ESPN actually gives a fuck about. This should turn the NHL back into something relevant again in the States. And I, like, I, I, I've just, I'm so incredibly excited for it because I love the prospect that this, this is going to be something that goes beyond, like, us just loving it. Like, if, like we love it. I, I think that you have to love it or appreciate it on some level. Uh, but if, if this is something that is as big as getting over Gretzky and that's still a name that transcends hockey fans, it transcends all sports fans, that's where this needs to go. And Gretzky's got to get involved every step of the way. The, the NHL has to make sure that he's got, um, I don't know if you guys follow closely on, on the NFL, but, uh, like Brett Favre's trying to break records a few years ago and he's on every single Monday night football game. And then when it was Peyton Manning, he's on every single Monday night and Sunday night game at the capitals have got to be involved in everything they can get them to touch so that they don't miss that huge moment. I, I just, that that's where my head's at. I absolutely, I love it. And I think Ovechkin is, is the absolute best thing to happen to hockey. And as a guy who's, who grew up being taught, love every hockey player, not just the Canadian ones looking at you, Shane, <clears throat> but uh, love every <laughs> hockey player. What are you I, talking about? I love American. No, 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 my no, favorite I'm, hockey player is American. I'm, te- I'm teasing. I, it's, I'm not it's a Leafs the, fan, uh... okay? I know that hockey <laughs> evolves more than just Ottawa. I know that <laughs> it, it, goes a, it goes a more than just my little circle. It, it's out there. I know that I'm not a Leafs fan. I'm not just like, oh, Toronto, 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 and think that, you know, the universe revolves around Toronto. All right, I'll get, I'll give you that one, but I, I I just like to I like to throw out the no I, I really I really think Canadian that I've really like to... I really like how you said that though uh, Matt because uh you know ESPN has fucked us uh, and we we really yeah. you know ESPN's we don't we don't yeah ESPN is shit and we we all agree on that we don't get the coverage we deserve but you know we probably I mean, pull back uh, yeah you're right uh, but I think we're we're witnessing uh, quite arguably the the world's most natural goal scorer and we're getting a chance to to not just witness history you know every season with him but this is a great chance for for outside viewers to to one capitals are gonna are gonna fucking blow up with fans just just watching this man you know do his you know try to take on such such a feat that will will probably not happen again for a long time um but then the score the the sport is gonna gain so much popularity as well um if it's marketed right which is which would be a damn fucking shame if we can't get it yeah, and I think we could all agree that uh, me as a Red Wings fan, I've got about five long years or <laughs> before I've got a hockey game to care about. So <laughs> I, I need this. I need this to happen so I can be excited uh, about hockey every every night. Yeah, I really like the uh, go for it. I really like the uh, the comparison to the Sosa and uh, McGuire race. I think this definitely is that level of excitement and what it can bring to the game. So I just definitely hope that the, the networks can be smart about this. And also they should probably not air the Washington commentators when they're putting the caps on national television, they should probably fly in the NBC guys because how fucking dare you? I I just, I think it'd be better for the game if it's, 
the neutral guys instead of the hometown guys. Yo, fuck you. Joe Beninati and Craig Lockman are very, <laughs> very good. Motherfuckers won an Emmy last year. They're, they are good. I just think that if you're trying to just bring fans in, you don't want a homer calling the game. No, they should be indoctrinated into the Washington Capitals lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> they should they should be forced into <laughs> into knowing this is the standard and everybody is worse. Jesus. Does that does that mindset come bad? from the connection that Ovechkin has with Putin or is that I'm just <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey. I think that's a different. I think that's a discussion we should not talk about. Yeah. All right, the network gets canceled like the next day. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, let's, talk to yeah, let's just you know, especially for our American viewers, yeah. your listeners. Right. I mean, I mean, you're I'm the safe. one. Get. We're so we're in support if anybody's listening, Putin. So, oh Jesus. <laughs> they got, they got yeah, I guess like, if anybody's listening, uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh Lord. Man, uh, <laughs> yeah, where do we go from here? Sorry about that. <laughs> I guess we start with the ugly, which is Detroit. Every, everybody kind of got a little scared uh, right there. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, no, so, like, so we'll I go like straight going to Matt. To, uh, the coronavirus of the uh, of the NHL. What, what would you guys like the to coronavirus talk about? like that? <laughs> oh man, that's true. It's not uh, that nice. Yeah, we are. I mean, like the flu kills more people, right? So I guess we're we are just the flu. Like we'll You're be the, the common cold. We'll be the standard going forward. <laughs> oh, no. The standard of what? Being shitty? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you took over Colorado for that. I don't think that's something to be proud of. Oh, you, you can't be proud of it, but you have fun with it. Uh, if if I wasn't over here having fun with it, I man, I don't know how uh, I don't know how I'd get through you know eighty episodes of a podcast. That uh, imagine. Hey, hey, Matt. You know, yeah. one thing though is that at least you're not as bad as like the Washington Capitals inaugural season when they only won eight, and when the Senators matched that with San Jose in the same year. <laughs> oh, no, because the expansion rules were stupid. Oh, this boy. isn't an expansion team. Triggered. This is someone Triggered. who's had 25 yeah. years of success. Somebody's been told this before. Oh boy! Right? <laughs> oh, at, least we were, oh, at least, at least we were expansion up. teams. We have that excuse of being shit and being given a shit hand. Hey, I had 25 I, years of success and fuck themselves. Yeah, I've got I've got no a ton but- of memories that I will trade. I, I I'm sorry, I would never trade. Uh, I will take I will take this shitty season because my friend I loved the last 25 years. That's what I'm saying though. Is that true? Like, at least Ottawa and San Jose and like Washington had no one. Like, they didn't have themselves to blame. They were just given a shitty hand. Detroit sure. has all but themselves to blame sure. for the situation they were in. Sure, Shane. That, that's that's fine. <laughs> oh, God. No, right. look. I, it, it's, 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 I was even ripping on our own team. <laughs> you, it, it was bound to happen. I, I think it's something, too. Like, we're seeing it start to happen with the Chicago Blackhawks, too. Um, you, you start – the 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 cascade or the the fall down uh, down the mountain seems to start with uh coming into each season going like oh will they won't they make it to the playoffs which obviously the red wings are past that point i think the chicago blackhawks are right in the middle um well, I mean, detroit's pittsburgh's right on the way what was that yeah, detroit's already been eliminated yeah, no, and and what I'm saying is this this is going to turn into, into a thing of of once <laughs> once uh once you've established like your your elite level, you've won your cups, 
And if you, you get into these situations where you've got to set up your, your core, which I think that, that's the problem with the Red Wings, is I, I honestly think we have nobody on our team right now that could be a part of our quote-unquote core. But uh, you start building that core, then the wins come. And then that's Not it just the core the falls off, and then uh, so do all the wins. Okay. All right, dead silence. I love it. <laughs> okay, oh, just for man. the listeners who yes. may not be aware because I wasn't, because I was like a year old for the, the Sosa-McGuire race. Uh, so, yeah, that happened in 98. For anyone who wasn't aware because they weren't born then or were too young to remember, it happened in 98, if anyone was curious on, on when that happened. Yeah, if you want to remember it. I remember it. I, was, I think I was in like kindergarten, kindergarten or first grade. <laughs> Actually, yeah, like, like I was a year and a half old. Yeah, <laughs> but it's crazy though that you were in kindergarten and you remember it. I mean, for myself, I, I think I was in like fourth grade or something like that. So it still sticks with me. Like I, I will never forget it. It was like we would get like uh, highlights for kids mm-hmm. in elementary school, and on the cover, like month after month, was with Sammy Sosa and McGuire because it was like the biggest thing in sports, and everybody cared about it. And and think about like you went through the whole summer and then it was still like September, October, November, December. Those two guys are still on the cover of that stuff. Like it's, it's, that's what we want. That's, uh, that's what you want for this, this Ovechkin chase. Well, yeah, it was, it was, and the, everybody figured out they were on like steroids. So it was just, like, yeah. And then we were well, just like, Oh, fuck. that's, that's yeah. That came, that comes later. So when we find out Ovechkin's all righted up, well, you know, we'll deal with that at that time. But right now we want to enjoy it. He's Russian. So he must be right. Well, it's more like Look, he's actually not even human. He's more of just like the brains may be human. I don't know. Everything else. He's is a like, lizard person. Yeah. No, it's just built. It he's was, like a was, Terminator. Yeah, he's Terminator. He's, the, he's Austin, Steve Austin, the $60 million, billion dollar man. Exactly. He just built and put a fucking a steam engine in his fucking brain. Yeah, which is like one trillion, what is it, rubles? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> by, the uh, one. Also with <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. Pasta. Instead, instead of oil, instead of oil pumping through him, it's just a fucking white and red uh, sauce mix. Just pumping through <laughs> his, his fucking vital organs. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and you better borscht. be careful. You're gonna have me over here breathing heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I made a pesto tonight, boys. I feel it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I mean, you know, we kind of breeze through it, but uh, you know, Matt's Matt's team is definitely uh, it it sucked. You know, it is the ugly, I guess. But, I mean, uh, there's there's three of us in here that are bottom feeders well, right now. Well, let me – actually, if I could go deeper, too. Like, if we if we went into, like, our top 20, like, prospects right now, if – Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, – we've only got, like, a collection of middle six, bottom six, mostly – projected to be fourth line guys oh. and uh is going to be a 50 goal scorer and phil auto and montreal's nets with pucks okay so i would take him <laughs> I, i'm going to take him off of our list of prospects because now he's, he's outside of that uh he played his 10 games he's in he's still a prospect he's he's played his 10 games he's outside so of that he's window no now. I, that's he, how he i plays a year whatever he's still a prospect <laughs> okay so then we'll flip it just for you, Shane. We'll flip it back, and I'll say there's another one of our middle six guys. So, <laughs> so thanks for the heat. But any, I mean, like, so when it comes to our forwards, like we 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 are just stacked with at the like the 
highest point that these guys are going to uh, top off, again, is that middle six. I, I think uh, right now, and it might just be the excitement of seeing him play so well in his first year, uh, and it's also just because I think there's such a vast drop in skill level in our prospect list. But, uh, yeah, Moritz Sider is like our best hope, and that guy, that guy will be on the team next year. He is a, a top four. I, I hope that we're looking at a top two. But uh, that's that's the best thing we've got going for ourselves right now. But if I go through Joe Valeno, Michael Rasmussen, I, I Shane, I think you and I talked about this uh, in previous Discussion 5 episodes. But Rasmussen, the issue was his skating. And now that looks to be the issue as he tries to play NHL games. I, uh, we've got Jonathan uh, Bergeron. I... Again, I don't know if we've even seen enough for me to judge this properly, to be completely honest. But this is another guy that's being graded out to be another middle six at his very best, but probably another fourth liner. So I, for us, I, I just think it really does look terrible. And our prospect list looks like we're filled with a bunch of role players, which role players are fine and dandy. But I, I always looked at that as the, the secondary. Once you have some percentage of your core built that's when the role players start coming in so if, if we need them shit we'll be chock full but uh that's not that's not what we need and uh, you guys can see right now what a team full of role players does gets you a 246 win percentage it's 269 <laughs> 269 yeah you're on pace shit. for 22 wins and 44 points that's well wild. there we go you're on pace for 60 losses I, I still, yeah. I don't know if that changes anything I just said. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I just, yeah. I just. All right. So how, how goes it? Uh, I know you guys have been talking a lot about trying to uh, trade off. Uh, what is this? Anthanasu or some shit? Double A, whatever y'all call him. Because <laughs> yeah. y'all can't Mike pronounce Green it either. to Washington. Can we just talk about that for a second? That's not yeah, happening. So Mike Green and Anthanasu Anthan Anthan are actually uh, benched tonight. So, so they're playing oh. in uh, Calgary right now. So they, they're going somewhere. We don't know where the, yeah, the name or the, uh, the teams on the list. Washington is the top of the list. I'm sorry <laughs> for Mike Green. Uh, Edmonton looks like, so it looks like Ken Holland knows where to put Athanasiu. So that's, that's where that's going. I, I really can't think of another team. There's like the, the prospectus out there is like, sure, any team could use an Athanasiu. The way I look at it is he's been a complete defensive liability. So I, I don't know, I don't know if there's enough around on on Edmonton to fix that but uh god damn he he has been an absolute eyesore a turnover machine and Red Wings fans when they have a player they love and they love him hard I mean I'm sure it's the same for every fan base but oh, yeah. I can't wait for Athanasiu to get out of this team uh it, it really is uh just blinders on for Athanasiu it's it's turnovers be damned I love how fast he is but I'm telling you guys He'll probably do well because he'll have more talent around him, no matter what team he goes to, obviously. Uh, but this guy, this guy is not a get you more wins. He's a fill. You know what? Uh, like I said before, roll guy. He's a, he's a fill a spot. No, he's a fill a spot. <laughs> God, I, I, you guys might laugh at me. I would kill for a Phil Kessel, Phil Kessel right now. Just give him all the hot dogs. Oh my God! Yes, we have all of our Coney dogs. I don't know how we can't bring him over here. He would love that. The Detroit Coney. You guys better try it. Phil Kessel, if you're listening, we got plenty of them. Come on down. We'd love to have you. Yo, you know what? One thing that's like crazy. Friggin' Arizona has a 5.38 win percentage, 
it puts them like fifth last in the West. All right. They, uh, or, <laughs> sorry, yeah, just Jesus. anyways, it's just just throwing no, down on another bad. team. So you think you think that the the Capitals are actually going to spring for for Green? Yeah, I do mean I, for six. Do, do I think pick? anybody should? Absolutely not. <laughs> Yo, remember when Alsner and Green I, were like the highest bit, like the the best defensive. Oh D, yeah, like D man in the market, like during free agency. I remember wet my pants when I saw that he was coming over to Detroit. I'm really excited. Uh, that that was that was a long laundry day, but like right now, I I I can't. I don't I don't know if it's just the idea that he's had success in the past. The Red Wings are so bad that it it's impossible for him to find success. But honestly, I, I, the guy should be about quarterbacking a power play. Should be about moving the puck. But it, it's just – it's not there. I, I can't see a transition pass out of this guy this entire season. So, uh, <laughs> transition from the D to the, the offensive zone. And I, I just – I don't know what – I don't know what you're going to get out of him. It has to be some sort of just maybe it'll work out better if he's got more talent around him. I love how he's still it's pushing like a it. veteran leadership thing. I don't know. Unfortunately, folks, this is the end of the episode, but it is not the end of the conversation. If you guys go over to Shane's other podcast for the centers, the Frozen Biscuit podcast, you can catch the second part of this collaboration we just did with everybody. But as always, you know, let's go Devils. We're going to face the Detroit Red Wings. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.